Hello everyone and welcome to this bonus episode of the Jack Hughes podcast where I'm going to read two chapters of my book Resettle, an authentic guide for those leaving the armed forces and entering the corporate world. Hopefully it adds some value, so let's get into it. Introduction. Change is the law of life and those who look only to the past or the present are certain to miss the future. John F. Kennedy. An elephant and a dog become pregnant at the same time. Three months down the line, the dog gave birth to six puppies. Six months later, the dog was pregnant again, and three months on, it gave birth to another six puppies. The pattern continued. On the 18th month, the dog approached the elephant, questioning, Are you sure that you are pregnant? We became pregnant on the same date. I have given birth three times to six puppies each time, and they have now grown to become big dogs, yet you are still pregnant. What is going on? The elephant replied, There is something I want you to understand. What I'm carrying is not a puppy, but an elephant. I only give birth to one in two years. When my baby hits the ground, the earth feels it. When my baby crosses the road, human beings stop and watch in admiration. What I carry draws attention, so what I'm carrying is mighty and great. Resettlement is not easy. It is not a decision that should be taken lightly, but leaving the armed forces should not be a choice that you're afraid to make either. Yes, it means removing that comfort blanket, we become so accustomed to, and yes, there will be challenging times ahead. You are going to doubt yourself, your skills, and the reasons why you decided to leave. Take it from me, there will be times when you question everything. One thing I can more or less guarantee is that you want to be successful, however you define it, you can be. Before you know it, you'll be looking back with no regrets. The fact that you have spent money on this book shows that you want to help yourself and add value to your new working environment, which is a great start. I spent just under seven years in the Royal Navy, serving on great ships with amazing people. I knew that I wasn't there for the full 22 years, but I also wasn't sure what was next. This book is not about me suggesting life outside the military environment is better. This is about helping individuals who want some insight and honesty about the truths of leaving. I wouldn't be where I am without the Navy, and will be forever grateful for the experiences my time granted me. The aim of this book is to simply help. I wanted to write something that someone like me would read and most of all, understand. I think resettlement is one of the biggest life changes someone in the armed forces can go through and can seem complicated and daunting. Write notes, highlight certain words and tear out the pages if that's what you need. But most importantly, use this book how you see fit. This is your journey and you can start to make your own rules. I never thought I'd be writing a book, never mind one about resettlement. The information within these pages will not be for everyone, and I can accept that. My only hope is that if you take away just one thing from reading this, let it be there are opportunities ahead. You just need to take them. You may think some of the things I've written are obvious. My aim is not to be condescending, but you'll be surprised at some of the issues people come across when going through resettlement. I'll be totally honest in the fact that I did not utilise the career transition setup as much as I possibly should have. The admin involved, especially when serving at sea during my notice period, seemed like a burden I did not want or have time to take on. In my opinion, the careers fairs are probably the best and most valuable thing on offer. The careers transition partnership do a fantastic job, but I do think certain aspects need to be made easier for service leavers. Applying for a course using enhanced learning credits seemed so much easier once I had left in comparison to when I was serving, which doesn't make sense to me. The day I put my notice in, I had a decent wage, 
one mortgage, four, GFT, four GCSEs to my name, some leadership and management certificates and no exit plan. As I write this, I have a much better salary, three properties, qualifications I can actually use and the knowledge I can achieve what I set out to do. I've highlighted these points, not as some sort of ego boost, for most people what I have might seem pretty modest, but to highlight that you can achieve your definition of success. To me, the journey I've been on since handing in my notice in January of 2014 has been a huge learning experience and one I want to use to help others in a similar position. The message I want to convey is that if you really are ready to leave, then it's up to you to make it happen and make it a success. No, no one is going to hand it to you. More on that in chapter two. This might mean you end up doing something you never dreamed of. My initial plan was to enter the maritime security industry, as my trade in the Navy was above water weapons, so it seemed like an obvious fit. Surprisingly, I ended up in IT, firstly within project planning and management, and now I help teams realise their own potential and have a hand in coaching organisations become better and more productive. How did this happen? Luck? Chance? Hard work? The truth is, like everything in life, a mixture of them all. I was lucky that a chance meeting at a careers fair opened up a conversation about a different career path. But once I made the decision, I worked hard to put myself in the position I am in now. Two rules of silver should be remembered throughout. There are no silver bullets to success and nothing will be handed to you on a silver platter. I challenge you to ask anyone who has achieved any sort of success how they did it. They won't give you a short answer. It will be along the lines of hard work, dedication and resilience. People find that strange because it doesn't sound interesting. But the truth, the, the truth is, the route to success isn't glamorous. It's hard. It can be draining and it takes sacrifice. You need to be prepared for that fact. The first step is to, is to be open to change. There will be a lot of it and you have to be prepared. You are not special. If you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude. Maya Angelou. The first thing to understand is that no one owes you a job because you have served in, in the armed forces. This might trigger some people, but it's the honest truth and a fact I believe some people need to read. People might tell you it's easy, that companies come knocking on your door, and this may be true for some, but the reality is that you are the one thing, you are the one that is going to have to initiate the door knocking. Over 14,000 people leave the armed forces each year. That's 14,000 other people you're in competition with, and that's just from the forces. Never mind over 200,000 graduates and experienced professionals looking for jobs. Not all want to enter the corporate world, but there is still an immense amount of competition, and you should be fully aware of these figures. I mention these not to put you off, but to act as a reminder. The days of talking to your local drafting office or equivalent about your next job are over. Whether we like it or not, we all need a dose of reality at times. My serving to you, as it, just because you have served in the armed forces, does not make you special. You have unique experiences, no one will argue with that, but in terms of the job market, you could end up becoming dis disillusioned if you think that it will be easy. Too many people who leave the armed forces expect to leave into a similar paying role, or even higher. The competition for jobs at the moment is intense. You have to realise that you may be, there may be a younger or less experienced candidate who a company can pay less. Sometimes that person might beat you. 
It doesn't matter how many sea days, operational tours or medals you have, business is business and you have to put some of your ego aside. Yes, there are people who land on their feet, or at least they say they have, but the truth is, in most cases, you'll have to take a wage cut for at least one year. You have to think realistically. For those who have served 20 years or more, you'll be entering in a world with every coffee imaginable, Xboxes in offices, and flexible work-from-home policies. This is the new reality that you need to accept. From my experience, the corporate veterans will see you as some strange new creature to begin with, your language, sense of humour, outlook and most of all, experiences will be alien to them. This will pass with time, but their working life has been vastly different from yours and you, and you are now entering their world. Most will not know your background and in my case a lot of people thought I was a graduate. I would be lying if I said that this didn't grate on me at times. How dare they call me a graduate? I've done more in my life than they ever will. Blah, blah, blah. The fact is that if they want to know, they will ask. And honestly, most people won't care what you did in your previous job. Just the same way you might not have been interested in whatever a new joiner did in the, on their last draft, post, etc. There is a balance to be struck, however. Those unique experiences will have forged your personal values and ideals. Don't lose sight of these, as they will be a key strength in establishing yourself in your new environment. Your insight will be valued and businesses accept an outside perspective is needed in an ever-changing climate. The confidence you have in yourself will shine through, and it will be noticed. In my opinion, the biggest strength of someone entering the corporate world from the armed forces is their different perspective. Think of all the demanding, extreme environments you have been in. All of those experiences will give you a unique outlook. When things go wrong in the corporate world, people will lose their heads quickly. You find yourself questioning what all the fuss is about and comparing situations you have been in. Your perspective should give you confidence and it will eventually filter into your new colleagues. This is not to be confused with arrogance, that you have been in situations more important. To your new peers, they will have worked hard to be where they are and if you start to undermine them, it will be hard to claw back any rapport you have built. Quick wins. You are unique, not special. Leave some of your ego behind. Hold on to your values. They will serve you well. So that's the first two chapters, guys. I hope it added some value. Hope it added some insight. And most of all, I hope it gave you a, a different and an honest outlook to resettlement. Let me know what you thought. Any uh, opinions and feedback is greatly received, whether you agree or disagree with what I've written. But I hope you enjoyed it.